Right, folks, welcome to the brand new episode of Smoke Em If You Got Em, the best music podcast there is, and that's just a fact. Now, the rules of, the, of this whole thing stay the same. You got to have two numbers ready because you got to smoke it, listen to it, smoke it again, turn that record over. We're getting dangerously close to episode number 20 on this season, too, so we're getting closer to another greatest hit. I'm looking forward to that. But for today's business, I pass the microphone over to the Oracle of Oxford County. Ladies and gentlemen, today we'll listen to La Apprendista by the Italian band Stormy Six of the RIO movement. So we're in for a treat. You want to give the folks some uh, some info on Stormy Six because they are part of our beloved RIO movement here. Yeah, this is probably my favorite album by theirs. That's so. Uh, this is '77. They they were around for a while. I don't even know how many albums they have, but they were like sort of like a folk band at first. I don't really dig them. I have the album before this original copy, Italian copy, which is hey. good too. Um, but I don't have this one. I really want it. So come on, people. Yeah, make a dream is, come uh, true. Yeah, this is make a wish shit right here. Uh, I'm down to uh, I'm down ready to listen to this album. Start it, folks. Let's go join the journey. Smoke them if you got them. Ooh, how sweet it is. We're back. Smoke them if you got them. We're listening to an incredible album from Italy. Italia. And uh, let the folks know what we're listening to, please. La Apprendista by Stormy Six. That's just so good. And uh, Stormy Six, uh, this is record number what for them? I don't even know. This this is pretty deep in their catalog. I'd say they were around since the late '60s, and um, like I would say, I'm I'm guessing this is six, seven in. Yeah, pretty deep. Yeah this this is uh, man this is a great album. I was not. I was not ready for the music that came out uh, just because of the, uh, just the orchestration of this whole thing is crazy. I love the string instrument. I love their take on, on prog rock or crowd rock and nothing sounds like six. Well, this, this was the, uh, I was, my brain is still good. It's their sixth album and their first album came out in 1969. So my brain still does work folks, no matter what they tell you. Uh, yeah. 1966 six albums deep, and they already have pretty complex uh, compositions here. How big is this band? Well, that's interesting you said that because I would say this this band slowly became more complex. It was, and then, and this one is like a definite departure. So they were very folky at first. Not very common. Yeah, and, th- and those and those elements are in this album. You know, you yeah. hear the, the string instruments and like the sparsity and the space on the tracks. But but yeah. I'm talking about cowboy chords and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Four four. I mean, that's what they were talking at first. And slowly, slowly, slowly. But by this album and the one after it, like they really go for it. Like way more progressive, off kilter rhythms. Uh, tracks three and four. Carmine oh. just destroy. Three and four are my top tracks on this side as well. This is this is a great great piece of music, man. Do you think that they ran into uh, into the magic tea? 
and that's why they made this album. Um, no, I think they they got inspired by. Remember, I, I well, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast when we did in, our, in personal life about Henry Cow going to Italy in the mid seventies, okay, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they they lived in Rome for a while, and I think they had an influence on them. And of course, they they were involved with the RIO, RIO movement, so so were they, right? Yeah, they were definitely the same circles, and you can hear obviously the uh, influence even from the get go on the side A, the first track. Um, yeah, it, it sounds a bit of a you know, fanboy, and that, some fanboy shit. And the main, uh, going back, the band is called Stormy Six G. So they have six guys, but they actually have more people on this album. To be fair, okay. They have lots. What's they have the, lot, lots of um, guests. Like they got keep, this is a, sax, bassoon, craziness, bass, percussion, violin, cello. Those are all like people that are not even in the band. It's all the additional performers. Yeah, but. What a great name for a band, too, huh? Yeah, don't get it twisted, folks. Last time I told you about bands, this is not this case where they do a deep dive. I'm telling you, listen mm-hmm. to this album, listen to the next album, and skip the rest. So is there some stuff just, uh, you know, are you going to San Francisco-type folk stuff? Is just light and fluffy? Or? No, it's just when you compare it to this, it's garbage. Okay. It's just straight garbage. Like, this is so good. Yeah, and, and so even though the band created two albums that sound like this, the rest of the catalog, and they stayed on for a long time, doesn't sound anything like these two no. releases. That's when they were involved with the Henry Cow scene, right, and those other bands. So all those bands, although they don't sound like each other, they're all very progressive in terms of, again, rhythms and, and uh, how would you describe this? It's different. Well, the reason why I picked this one also is because you want an Italian prog band, but I didn't want it to sound like the typical Italian prog. This, uh, yeah, no, and that was right on the head because it doesn't have the uh, easy, uh, almost, you know, tap your toe uh, that Italian music has natural. It doesn't have any of that bounce. It's, it's a complete, it's the, it's, the, it's the opposite of rhythm. It's still rhythm, right? But it's a different type of rhythm. Well, it's not so keyboard driven like most Italian prog. Not at all. This is string driven. And, and again, it creates, uh, it creates a very brooding mood from the get go. Uh, that I, I really, I really dug. But you know, you know what the time is. The time is to turn this over. Stop looking at the Instagram hose. Let him know. Uh, put the headphones on. Ignore your wife. Ignore your children. Uh... <laughs> Questionable. But all right, yeah. Would we try to take time? Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying you need to some, some time for yourself. You're about to drop some truths that people don't want to listen to on some music podcasts. And, you, and we've gone before, your wife does not want to hear Stormy Six. Not at all. Not at all. And apparently you don't want uh, to listen to Stormy Six outside of this album and the next one. So let them know what we're listening to one more time before we spark the Stormy Six La Aprendista. Incredible Thanks. album. Good luck Thanks. finding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go, folks. Smoke if you got them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stormy Six bringing the fire. I this the circle of bands that are involved in the RIO community. Uh there's so much uh there's so much knowledge. Too tough. Um and and it's yeah, right? Like uh you there is a competitive uh nature in it but um there's also this big uh brotherhood and fellowship that you can tell just the music alone everybody's inspired by everybody 
and this record is really inspired, right? For a band that don't sound like this at all, this is a very inspiring album. Yes. What, what was your favorite track on this side? Opening of the uh, second opening of the B side. Nice. Um, what's the name of that uh, track? Kure, Kure, Kure. Kure. That that was a standout track for me. Um, now I'm not saying that everything that nothing else topped it, but that really caught my attention from the get go. And it was the moment that the artwork of this album, yeah, made a lot of sense to me. Yes. I I don't think the second side is as good as the first side. It's still really well, good. Just numbers, just the numbers alone. There's two tracks on this on the A side to this that are just murderous. That's what I'm saying. It's just that those are just yeah. so. That's like the peak of the album, right? Yeah. Um, I like. I mean, like there's other. I like the last song too. Yeah, the closer is good, and it didn't shake me as much as that open to the B side, like coming back from intermission, you know. Um, but damn, what a record! Like. Every time that we get into these albums, I'm just like, how come more people don't know about this album? Why is it that we're just hearing about it, you know, for a band that's been around since 69? They're trying to hit the world. It's their mission. Well, you know, I'm always honored and impressed by the type of gold that we bring over here on Smoking We Got Him because it's the real deal, folks. It's the real deal. Would you, uh, could you imagine seeing the those RIO concert, like with, Universe Zero and Henry Cow and Stormy Six and Salamanas Mana and Etron Fula La Bon. That would be like especially wow. especially those two main festivals uh, that they yeah. put out. That everybody was on, like yeah. you know that, that sort of environment is so um, down down in Orlando. There was the Accidental Music Fest that happened, uh, curated by FC Belt, a, a great dude that's very progressive and modern thinking in terms of music and composition and uh it, it was like a 20-hour concert that everybody had blocks of time to do really forward-thinking music and um it's crazy to me that um because you you go to those things and you're like well this has never happened before but then you look back and you go and check the record and you hear about stuff like the rio even though you've been a music collector for 30 years and it blows you away with like 10 12 15 bands that are just like out of this world uh, and and you know six being one of them because Stormy Six is a killer. These this album and I'm assuming the other one that you're talking about, yeah, that stays in the same band are just it's just as good. Yeah, it's incredible. They're, they're so such a high level. And it's funny is uh, looking on Prog Archives, the one I have actually is not the one before it. It's actually two before it. Un Bigliato del Tram, and it's pretty okay. highly rated. It's like three point eight seven stars out of five. Hey, that ain't bad. Um, but I don't think it compares to this album, personally. Yeah, this album's special. This album is, if you've never heard it, it, it you're not going to be disappointed listening to this. Uh, did you have any standout uh, moments on the B-side other than those uh, tracks? Like, did something attract no, you? No, I, I just like, I like, I like the fact that this band has vocals with Existed. those rhythms. Oh, my God, right? Like what a treat to be able to be like the vocalist with those rhythms in a band to like really break break the box. And the vocals were not annoying. So we've been good good back to back, like with Peter Hamill from yeah. and then we've had this. I mean it's been good. It's been going well. Yeah, if if you have if you have uh, if you've not listened to the Vandergraph Generator episode, I highly recommend it. It was a great listen and uh Pawn Hearts is a great album, but man, this this album was great. Uh Really great choice for a band 
you know, if you were looking for a band from Italy, it didn't sound like an Italian band. And uh, this right on the mark as usual. So tomorrow I have a surprise for everybody since our, our mail recently. And the fella asked about my collection, about what I had. So Yeah. So I'm picking a, a Keith Jarrett album tomorrow. Oh, shit. We're going to KJ land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going to KJ. Oh, and the American Quartet is the band. I'm not going to tell you guys the band, the, the album. I'll tell you the band, though. And the American Quartet is the man Paul Motion on drums, the great Charlie Hayden on bass, Dewey Rebin on sax, and Keith Jarrett. Maybe my favorite jazz band ever. So, it's it's a murderous row of killers that can do anything and will do anything they want. Uh, and in my opinion, you got Paul Motion and Charlie Hayden. That's a One very, of the very unique combination between those two guys as a, as yeah. a jazz trio. But we'll get into that tomorrow on Smoke 'em If You Got 'em. That's what's up tomorrow, folks.